Greetings and welcome to the amazing Blazing Asian podcast with none other than Josh Brongpongsa. Just your everyday comic, just stuck here in quarantine with desperately trying to find something to do. So we started a podcast. And before I start, I'd like to mention uh, we, I say we like there's other people here besides me, my dog, and my cats. Anyway, we are sponsored by Tailored Cup Coffee, a small coffee roasting company making coffee made just for you. Because they understand that people have different tastes in coffee. Like if you want something nice, light, and delicate, it's flavorable, ain't too harsh or nothing, they got that for you. Or if you want some shit that'll grow hair out of your chest to get you through that Monday morning, they also got that for you. Or if you just want that nice balance of something in between, we got all of it for you. Taylor Cup Coffee. Just go to tailoredcupcoffee.com. And we'll hook you up. We'll put a discount uh, code in the description so you can get that. All right. So uh, let's see here. This is the very first episode of the Amazing Blazing Asian podcast. And the name is derived from one of my bits that I have. I'm not going to do the whole thing. But pretty much, uh, I pretty much went into the garage and just got so high, I got so superhero high is kind of how to describe it right and it's like it's not one of those superheroes where you go like oh it's a bird it's a plane no this superhero is more like is that a balloon or a blimp no it's the amazing blazing asian and he's just floating in the general direction of the grocery store to get some snacks so yeah uh pretty much what this podcast will consist of is just the Adventures and thoughts of the amazing Blazing Asian, which is me, Josh Brongpongsa. And yeah. And it's not what you might think. It's not going to be just some stoner ranting into a mic. You don't have to worry about that. Although that might happen from time to time as I need some inspiration to say some more shit. But uh, speaking of which, last time I did that, I was out walking the dog and I decided to mix a little bit of. My second favorite thing, which is coffee, caffeine. So I thought that mix is something I enjoy. It's a little weird because weed will slow you down, but then the caffeine will like speed you right up. And so how do I kind of describe it was, it's like, I feel like the fastest slow motherfucker ever. Like if I was like... I'm like an F1 champion race car driver, but in the slowest car imaginable. Like, I have all the capabilities of doing fast shit, but I just can't do it because of the vehicle I'm in. You know? It's like, I'm going to take this turn, do it all technical, hit my braking points, hit the apex, get on the throttle. Perfect line, but slow as shit. <laughs> I don't know, I just think of silly shit like that. Uh, it is also Sunday, which reminds me, um, Sunday night, if y'all listen to the radio on Sunday night, you need to find a station. They have a program. I think it starts usually around 8 o'clock. This is nationwide in select radio stations. I'm coming from Rockford, Illinois, 97ZOK, 97.5 at 8 o'clock. I haven't checked a while if they're still doing it during quarantine, 
But Sunday Night Slow Jams is probably one of my favorite things to listen to ever. It's just one dude on the radio just playing slow jams, like those 90s slow R&B hits or whatever, but those slow jams you can really get down to. And then between the songs, he has what's called oral expressions, where you can do shout outs to your loved ones across the country. And there's another segment that I just find is completely hilarious where you can apologize to whoever you need to. And it is the funniest shit ever. I am dying laughing hearing these people pour their hearts out in regret and misery. It's just the funniest thing ever. And it's like you hear him call. It's like, baby, come home. I'm so sorry. I won't do it again. Just please come back to me. <laughs> and a lot of people tell me I'm fucked up for laughing at shit like that, but I don't know. It is just my sense of humor that I just find this the funniest thing. I can't help it. It's a complete reaction. It's like I'm not trying to be like a horrible person on purpose. It's just the funniest. It's like people will fall. Well, I mean, people will laugh at people for falling on ice and hurting themselves. They will laugh at that. I mean, people are having like physical pain. So I laugh at people's emotional pain. I mean, it's not like... I'm like, if someone dies, like, in their family, I'm not going to laugh at that. But if someone <laughs> breaks your heart... Well, okay, so, yeah, there are some sad situations, but just out of context, just in the moment of you having a horrible time in your relationship, it's just very funny to me. So, yeah, Sunday Night Slow Jams, you should probably check it around 8 o'clock to see if you got that station where you're listening from. Again, I don't know how many people are going to be listening to this, but this is going to be on the internet, so whoever wants to listen to it from anywhere can listen to it. So yeah, Sunday Night Slow Jams, check that out. Yeah, just sitting here on a Sunday morning, enjoying my latte that I made for myself. Like, yeah, I'm a huge coffee snob, but I try not to be pretentious about it. Like, I have... Everything imaginable that you can think of to make coffee. Like, I, I roast my own coffee. Just for... What's the word? Full disclosure, the Taylor Cup coffee is my business. Because pretty much going through town, there is one other place in town where they make specialty quality coffee. But they are missing a... Part of coffee. All their coffee is light, and I like some dark stuff from time to time, and no one else has it. So I thought, I was like, you know what? If I can't find it, why don't I just supply it myself? And yeah, that's what I started doing. Anyway, uh, I guess to get to know the person that you're getting this coffee from, if you decide to get it, with the discount in the description below. Uh, yeah, coffee is something special. It's a mix of a drug and a mix of just something artful that you can enjoy with so many senses. Like, I think uh, food and beverages is like one of the best, maybe not best, but is the most complex art form that you can have. Because with like certain arts, like you can like pictures and shit. You look at it, it looks beautiful. You got like all these contours and like contrasts of weird shit you can see. And then 
usually you're not supposed to touch them, so you can't really feel the art. That's where you get into sculptures, where you got that another dimension of artfulness, and even then you're not supposed to touch them at certain times. But when it comes to food, food and beverages, you you they look visually visually appealing, and then you also have smell, and then you're supposed to eat it. So you get visual, you get smell, you get texture with your mouth, and then you get flavor. Oh, so many flavors. Well, there's only, what, technically seven flavors, but just the mixing and matchings of flavors that just make you feel a certain type of way. It can unlock memories of childhood. It can create new memories. And it's also essential for you. It's like this is an art that literally keeps you alive. And anyway... Yeah, coffee. Yeah, that, that's one aspect of me. It's like one of the things, like some people have their favorite foods, like pizzas, burgers, or like steak or whatever. In terms of me, coffee is a beverage that is one of those staples for me. Like one, one time I had to go travel out somewhere and I had no access to quality coffee. So I decided not just to drink any. I mean, they had Starbucks, but I'm not going to drink that shit. I refuse. That was, that's a coffee snob part of me that refused to drink just burnt shitty coffee. Nothing against them. I didn't want no doctor and shit. So I went through withdrawals for like three days, like terrible headaches all day, every day. And it eventually subsided. But by that, but by that time, I got home and I just got right back on the shit. Anyway, yeah, coffee to me, that's just like a staple. It's just also for me... Yeah, all the aspects of it is just a beautiful thing. Like uh, what coffee is, is if you didn't know, it's uh, a seed to a cherry. Cherry tree looks like a cherry tree. They kind of look like, they look more like grapes almost, but like a solid grape. And it takes on average seven years from first planting the seed to getting a tree that actually produce seeds. And these poor farmers in like third world countries is making this shit and it's like oh my god it is such a it's amazing how coffee doesn't cost hundreds of dollars for what it takes in order to get something out of it but anyway yeah it takes about an average seven years to get like a plant going and then there's different like every process of getting the coffee from bean to cup there's always a process that affects the quality of it so like once you get the cherries of the tree uh there was different ways of processing like there's wet processing generally there's a little bit more but generally there's wet processing and dry processing wet is when you harvest the cherries oh yeah sorry i'm gonna be all over the place but uh they all when you, you have to pick them when it's ripe and all the cherries do not ripen at the same time like, in order to get the best quality coffee, you have to hand-pick the shit because all of them are ripening at different times. And you have some companies, like, when they don't give a shit, they just want as much production as possible. They just shake all the trees, and so you won't get that nice quality coffee from a mass-produced something. Because, yeah, since all of them don't ripen at the same time, you get a mix of shit. And so if you want that really fine, delicious shit, it's hand-picked to find the best ones. And then once you pick them, you can either wet process them, which you throw them in uh, water and they float. Usually the ones that uh, the ones that sink or float. Anyway, one of them, if they sink, they're probably not good. 
But if they float and then they go into this machine that pretty much separates the cherry fleshiness from the seed and they take the seeds out that way and then dry them and bag them or there's a dry or the natural method of processing where you just take the cherries and you just lay them out and just have them dry and then once they dry you can separate them a lot easier that way and the two different processes gives you different characteristics in the cup like a wet process you can taste like it tastes clean and the only way to describe or know the difference between if you taste a natural processed coffee is like it's a lot. The flavors to me anyways is more complex. You can really taste what that fleshy cherry flavors had. It's, it's being put in the beans by being set out there in the sun and drying. And it just kind of tastes a little more complex. I, I guess once you taste it. I'll have one of the coffees on the website for you to try. I don't have any in, the, in there now, but I will and mention that in there. But it kind of has like a muddy, complex flavor. And it sounds bad, but it's just like that flavor is really in there. And it's like kind of tastes a little dirty. And then the wet process is like clean, not as complex, but it's still nice. Yeah, it just depends on what your preference is at the time of what you drink the coffee. Anyway, so once you get through those processes, you got your wet, your dry, and then... You got to roast the shit and different coffees from different regions have all their different characteristics like Ethiopia. It's like the motherland of coffee. They have so many different varieties and uh, difference in coffees. And so depending on what it is, like if it's a light coffee, you typically want to roast it light because the more you roast it, the more flavors you burn out of it. So you come up with a dull cup than what you could have had, which is what a lot of coffee places do. They just they don't burn it, but they roast it pretty dark because so that way the flavor is a lot more consistent. It's easier to do that way, but you get rid of a lot of the flavors. So when you light roast it, it's a lot harder to dial in to get exactly to get the full potential out of it. And yeah, but then again, there's also other coffees where they taste better, darker roasted. So they like these flavors are not fully developed in a lighter roast. You need a darker roast to get it out of there. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's so much variety and complexity when it comes to coffee that you have to go through all of this to get what you kind of want. Yeah, like the light or the dark's coffee. And then once you get through the roasting process, the different ways that you brew it makes a huge difference. Like, for instance, all I had was a light coffee, which is fine. It's great, but I was in the mood for it. And normally you would have it, I guess most people know it from a uh, coffee machine. You would typically get it home, you put it in the basket with the filter and it just pours water on top of it. That gives you a certain cup of coffee. It's a pour-over method. And then there's another method, which a lot of people know is the French press, is a full immersion process is where all the coffee and all the water is mixed together at the same time. And in the French press, it's coarse grind, and then you get a lot of sediment in it. But what the sediment does is it kind of kind of dulls stuff a little bit more. So if you have a bright coffee and then you brew it in a French press, you'll have a mellowed out light coffee. And so it's like, it's fucking perfect. It's like, I don't want a light coffee now, but if I do it this way it'll be a different cup. It'll be a different experience. You know, it's like you have so many different methods. You got your drip, you got your pour over, you got your full immersions, so many varieties in between. And then 
you can mix and match to get what kind of cup of coffee you want. Oh, it's so labor intensive too that a lot of people don't like to do it. But for me, it's like that meditative process that you go through in the morning, on the weekends, especially during the during the week. I don't got time for that. I do now. So it's just great. But so, yeah, it's just like a nice process to go through. You put it's like cooking. Ah, if you don't know what I'm talking about, the only coffee experience that you have is like Dunkin Donuts, Starbucks, whatever you need to yo it to yourself to at least try it once to go to a nice specialty coffee place where all the snobs and hipsters hang out. I know it's kind of hard to deal with, but you owe it to yourself to try it at least once. And I know a lot of places don't have it. Thus, the reason for me doing my own shit. But if you go to like Chicago or like any of these big cities, uh, usually the uh, big towns will have like a little local place. But the big ones are Intelligentsia, Blue Bottle. Um, okay, those are the major ones. But they pretty much any local coffee shop in the big city will have some specialty type of coffee and then they take their time to really bring out the full potential of the coffee that they got there. It's just, it changed my life, that's for sure. Because before I got into the whole coffee, I was just like any other typical person who went to work, got the free shit, dump cream and sugar into it because coffee is disgusting. And then I found coffee and I was like, oh shit, this is actually pretty good. And then I just fell down a rabbit hole and just ended up into all this. So, yeah. I think I'll end that today for the first episode. So, these with the amazing Blazing Asian podcast this is the first episode. Just the thoughts and adventures that you'll go on me with. So, yeah, right. Everybody have a good day. Peace.